Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of TU Fantasy Talk. I'm your host, Liam Gianelli, returning with Brand Raj and Johnny Zoizlik, and a newcomer in Idan Castillo. You want to say hi to everyone, Idan? Hey, how's everybody doing? I heard there was uh, some, some takes about me last week that I wasn't even here to defend myself about, so that's why I'm here. All right, he's, he's coming to defend his takes. We uh, love the new advice from him. He's a really smart guy who comes to football. You know, Johnny and Brandon are. We got nothing but positive um, reactions to our first episode. We love that. We want to keep it going. It's only up from here. So let's get right into it. Giants, Washington, Thursday night. <laughs> Wild game. Wild game. It was, uh, as a Giants fan, I went through a roller coaster of emotions. It was off the. Um, Daniel Jones, 58-yard touchdown called back. That's where I think it all started. The Darius Lane drop touchdown. Just t- t- Taylor Henneke going in the back of the end zone and Ricky Seals-Jones. It was just, oh, my goodness. It was crazy for me. And then the offsides for the field goal. I think at one point I was just on the ground facing to the, the tile. I was watching Jan- Johnny and Brandon. Yep, he was. Yep. We can attest. Right, af- right after, because um, you were sprinting around after they missed the field goal. And then right when you found out there was a flag, you... Laid on the ground. Yeah, it was, it was a crash for sure. I, uh, I, 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 my roommate came back into the room. He was like, "Liam's a Giants fan, right?" He was just walking around the hallway, really pissed. I was like, "Yeah, yeah doesn't I, surprise me." I saw Kyle side. He's like, "It's tough, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." I just sat, I sat <laughs> in the sidewalk for a while. I'm like, "This is awful." <laughs> but that we're not here to just mope and that. And then Eagles fans and Chargers fans make fun of me. We're here to break down the fantasy part of it. First thing I want to say, Idan, you might not agree already, but I'm going to be honest. I'm not trying to be biased. You two saw it. Daniel Jones didn't look terrible. No. This was his best showing in a a long time, it seemed like. And that makes him interesting next week for week three versus Atlanta. Can I be honest? Yeah, go ahead. I picked him up in fantasy in one of my leagues. I I claimed him in waivers. And you don't even, you don't like the Giants at all. I don't like the Giants, but man, he put up back-to-back 20-point performances. If if it's going to get me that money, I'm going to pick him up. Right, for sure. And again, there's a smash spot next week versus Atlanta. That's a great Ten days to rest up. Get Galladay, Saquon, all of them starting ramping up. We saw a little of a... Interaction between Galladay and uh, Jones in the sideline, but after that, Judge said they were fine in the locker room. I guess it's just ending game frustrations with the game on the line. I get it. But and then with Jones, Saquon, Saquon, that forty-one yard run. We're like, oh, he's back. He's explosive. He's actually going to break ten his ten fantasy points. Nada. He had seven point six, right, Brandon? Yep. Didn't even break the eight. Eight Didn't points. Even break eight. So whoever started him, you knew the rest you were going to take. I just have forty-one yards. You're like, oh my gosh, maybe I did start him for a reason. Right. No. No. So, I'm going to ask Johnny this question. With Atlanta next week on deck, Eli Manning, Jersey, retirement, at home, how confident on a scale of 1 to 10 are you starting Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley? Absolutely 1. I, I'm, I, I wasn't confident starting him going into this week. I, I, I'm a big Saquon guy. Penn State, I love Penn State. But I just, I don't like what I've seen from him. He's Even when he's getting the touches, he's not really producing. I know that offensive line is not really all there, but... I think you just got to – I'm not saying sit him because it's obviously very hard to sit Saquon, especially where most people probably drafted him. But you, you, can't, you can't expect more than maybe 10 points, even, even though it's Atlanta. That was the exact scenario I was in last one. I was like, do I really bench Saquon from Melvin Gordon? Like, is that what it's come to? Right. There's obviously other running backs going to start him over. Like, I don't think you're, anybody's benching Eckler or all that. Uh, I did have a contemplation of benching Saquon, not from Melvin Gordon. I forgot. I think it was Josh Jacobs. I Pittsburgh, I don't know. I thought you were getting in the red zone a little bit, but I kept Saquon on. And then on the other side of the ball for Washington, Terry McLaurin balled out. 11 catches, his career high. And he plays Buffalo next week. I think a little tougher matchup. Buffalo lacks. They don't 
they limit the explosive plays, but that was also Washington. They just kept chunking, chunking, chunking down the field. Do you think next week Terry McLaurin goes back to top 10 wide receiver status, Don? Um, yes, I do. I think he is emerging to be a top 10 receiver in the game, and I don't think there's many weapons in Washington, so he's going to get all the targets. Um, but I want to interject about the Saquon thing that, uh, real quick before we move on from that for next week. I actually think Saquon is a start for week three because we're talking about Saquon is coming off a major injury, right? Going against the Atlanta Falcons. What is What have the Giants had to do in the last two weeks? Either play from behind or play competitively. It's a lot of passing. Next week against the Falcons, if the Giants get a 10-point lead uh, early in the third, what are they going to do? They're going to pound the rock. Saquon's going to be healthier by then. I think Saquon's a start week three. Um, and that's my personal opinion. But uh, about... Um, the Washington receiver, McLaurin, yeah, he's an absolute start. He is a stud. Uh, he's emerging to be a top-ten receiver. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, definitely showed me why he can be top-ten receiver last night. Again, last year he got bottled up by Bradbury twice, but he made Bradbury his, fa- his dad last night. It was just <laughs> not a good game for Giants on the defensive side. But enough with the Thursday night game. I think we got everything. Antonio Gibson did fine. Like, I think seven, eight points. Uh, I was, Giants run defense has always been solid. So, and yeah. then Buffalo, eh. Not the greatest play on the defensive line linebacker. So you should be feel, should feel fine with Gibson. A lot more J.D. McKissick. Way more. I had that pulled up right now. Yeah. Well, how many points did he finish with? 20 points. 20 points. On the that, night. They had a lot of hurry up. Um, maybe going forward, again, Buffalo next week, they might be playing behind. So a lot more McKissick. It's because he can catch. Yeah. If he's on waivers, go for him. Yeah, he's, I don't know if you're going to start mm-hmm. him, but definitely if someone goes down in your lineup, you can throw him in there for PPR. Yeah, if you're, if you're playing full PPR, you pick him up. He's yeah. rostered in, in 42% of leagues. So That's it? So, yeah, it's so, not a lot. Yep. I, so, I guarantee that changes week three. Go for the pickup. I'm yeah. telling you. Oh, it's early wave wire. Uh, McKissick. All right, so the first game on Sunday we're going to break down is the Cincinnati Bengals at Chicago Bears. Bengals 1-0, Bears 0-1. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on, but the question is, Dave Montgomery, he looks really, really solid versus that top 10 Rams defense last week. Really good against the run, but Montgomery had over 100 yards rushing. He did not get the receiving back. That was all Damian Williams. That kind of bugs me. I'm not a Montgomery owner. Just the people around I know who had him were like, eh, so a little concerning. I wouldn't be worried. He did get his hand bruised up a little. So, true or false, Brandon, Dave Montgomery finishes as a top eight running back this week versus Cincinnati. Against the Bengals, I think that's true. Uh, I definitely think that's true. I think he could finish with at least a touchdown. I I think that's a good matchup for him for sure. Uh, I think the Bears will be playing up most of the time, so I think they should be um, running the ball a lot more. Uh, Tree Cohen's still not back. Again, watch Damian Williams in the passing downs uh, because he would take that away from Montgomery. But if he gets involved in PPR, Montgomery, that would be really good. And for Cincinnati, uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, it's the same thing over and over. Yeah, I think you start all three confidently. I lean towards Higgins more than any of them. I know Jamar Chase had a touchdown last week and signed all the haters about catching the football and all that. But I like Higgins a lot. And now, Johnny, can Joe Mixon get – how many points he had? 24 last week. Can he repeat that versus uh, tough Chicago D? Um, I think I think he definitely can repeat that. I mean, another, another thing that I liked about him was his receiving out of the backfield. I mean, he had 15% of the target share from the from on the Bengals' offense. I think – I was I per, I personally said the last podcast that I wasn't a mixing guy, but I mean I liked what I saw, and I, I think that he can definitely produce and put up RB one numbers this week. Yeah, but that's the mixing full circle. May, yeah. may I interject? Uh, because I'm the opposite of Johnny from the beginning. Mixing guy, I have mixing in uh, in my main league, and 
Um, I'm a mixing guy all the way. I get it. He has an injury problem. But this guy, play, he is the entire offense. He catches the ball. He runs the ball. He's fast. He can get, get around the line. Um, so he is an absolute start until he gets injured. That's what I, that's what I say. And if he, if he can give you at least half a season of fantasy and he's going to win you those games, you, you got to start him because he is an absolute stud when he plays. Yeah, hopefully that O-line keeps black and white like he did last week. And then uh, so that's all enough for that game. Uh, Texans-Browns, another solid matchup. 1-0 versus 0-1. I thought it would be the opposite. I didn't think Houston would play that well, but Jacksonville looked awful last week. Uh, I don't think anybody's starting Tyra Taylor here, right? No, no, no one from Houston's backfield. Even though Mark Ingram looked fine, I wouldn't start You him. don't start anybody from Houston. No, yeah. What about Brandon Cooks? You, yeah, oh, okay. I take that back. You, you start Cooks. I mean, he, Cooks. He's, he's the only target. And then for Cleveland... I love Jarvis Landry. I love Jarvis Landry this week. Still Absolutely the question. <laughs> I bench I bench Jarvis Landry for DJ Moore in one of my leagues. This this week already? This yeah, this week. I, I, I think Jarvis Landry is a sleeper for wide receiver one numbers this week. I mean, OBJ's out. OBJ's I'm, out again. I'm absolutely starting Jarvis over DJ. Who's DJ playing? Saints. New Orleans, yeah, it's tough match. Even though Marshall Lattimore's out, I'm still I'm still taking Jarvis. He's out? Yeah. Oh, that's right, he is out. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. And is Baker Mayfield a streaming option this week? For quarterback? Is Baker Mayfield a streaming option? I, I think Baker may yeah, you you start Baker. Against yeah. against the Houston? against Houston, yeah. You start yeah. Baker. And then Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt, you know. You start both. I, of them. I think I think Cream Hunt could have a good week this week receiving out of the backfield. I think he could. Going against him in one league. <laughs> I mean, I I, th- I, th- I I'd see some high RB two numbers from him this week. I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Uh Rams Colts. Um, I just picked up Matt Stafford on waivers in one league. I don't know why he was on waivers. Wow. Yeah, wow. I don't know. Because <laughs> this is the funny part. He had Jalen Hurts as a starting quarterback, and he decided to drop Matt Stafford as bench quarterback. And I mean... I mean, why not try and trade him? What? Yeah, I, I, my starting quarterback last week was uh, Stram Darnold, so now I have a good quarterback for us to see him, Matt Stafford. That's so wild. thank you, Thomas Constantinoris. Yeah, you know, can I, can I ask a question? Because I know we got past the Bengals, but in one of my leagues, I got Aaron Rodgers and I got Joe Burrow. Do I trust Rodgers after whatever that was last week? We'll save that to the end because that's the last one okay. to break down. We'll break that down, too. Okay, I know okay. that's, a, that's a lot of questions from everybody. That, them, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams, what are they going to do this week versus Detroit? All right, Rams, Colts, what was I saying? Uh, Carson Wentz, tough matchup, one stardom. Matt Stafford, and Russell Wilson looks good last week versus Indianapolis. A little more mobile. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Anybody you lean towards Woods or Cup more than the other? I like Cup a lot. I did too. I think some people think he's touchdown dependent, but I think he has that explosiveness and that like chance to completely go off with that upside. I feel like he's probably I lean more towards Cup over Woods. All right, yeah. Uh, and then for Indianapolis side of the ball, um, I know Edan likes Zach Pascal. Yeah, I did pick him up in one of my leagues. Listen, Carson Wentz likes his favorite targets. You know, I, I I I pick. You know, watching him for the last several years, I know he loves Ertz. You know, that's his that's his guy. Who's this guy in Indianapolis now? You know, I thought it might be Michael Pittman before the year. I don't think it will be. I think it's Zach Pascal. He gets the targets, he gets everything. Another thing I, I'd like to say, um I like Naeem Hines. I mean, he led the Colts in target share this past week. Yeah. Twenty twenty one percent of the of the target share. I mean, I think that's I mean, most people see him as he is the backup to Jonathan Taylor, but I think he has serious upside when it comes to receiving out of the backfield for the Colts. All right, yeah. Um, Naeem Hines. So, Jonathan Taylor, again, David Montgomery looked fine against the Rams defense. So, I think Jonathan Taylor would be a fine play. 
Again, uh, if he's your running back one, try and upgrade, but he should be solid for now. Zach Pascal, hold on real quick, is a is right now 13% rostered. You're not going to start him this week, but you pick him up when he's available because, like I said, he is the number one target in Indianapolis right now. And when he's and when he gets all the targets, even though they're not winning or even he's going to get the targets. Pick him up, thirteen percent. Have him on your bench. He has Tennessee and Miami the next two weeks, so just keep an eye on that. Um, speaking of Miami, they play Buffalo tomorrow, AFC East showdown. Josh Allen had a um, pretty bad game last Sunday, not the greatest. Fourteen fantasy points. Brandon, does he go back to top three quarterbacks I have this week? I think so. I think it's bound to happen. I have him as a a potential MVP, so. I think he's going to have a good week. I really do. Two in a row is, is not likely for someone like him. Yeah, I don't think so. And he's actually, I don't have the stat, but I did see something funny on Twitter last year. I'm trying to remember. He, his most rushing yards against a team is against Miami. So, I mean, if you're there it is. Miami, yeah. Last year, I think he had 34.10 Miami, and the year before, he had 29. Oh, so, wow. And a rushing touchdown in both games. Yeah, you heard it here first. So, All right. keep an eye on that. And then for Miami, Miles Gaskin, Savon Ahmed, and Malcolm Brown all had a committee of carries. I don't know how that's going to go. So Gaskin, I think, is a low-end flex play. I don't think he should be in your running back spots, either of them. And Will Fuller has been ruled out already through a personal issue. Shame. Yeah, his suspension did end this week, so he was eligible to play, but he will not be playing. We have to wait another week to see Will Fuller. And I think, to, uh, no, I was going to say, I think, what, like, especially with Will Fuller, he also had was um, in training camp had a foot injury as well. So I, I was, but even before, even if he wasn't going to be out this week, I still would have been hesitant to put him in the lineup mm-hmm. just because um, they had already said that they weren't sure what his role was going to be going into this game. And now that he's out, I think you definitely maybe wait a week or two or just wait and see once he finally plays, see what his role is and what his target share is going to be before you put him in the lineup. Yeah, it was a non-football injury too. So it was a personal issue, uh, Brian Forrest said. So we'll see. Uh, another AFC showdown, New England at the Jets. Uh, anybody streaming Mac Jones? I'm going to say it right now. This is Mac Jones' week, okay? This is his matchup. I think he explodes, right? Two throwing touchdowns. I think they come off with the win as well. Jets go 0-2. Okay, what about Damian Harris? Damian Harris is going to have a great week. He's gonna have, I'm starting him in one of my leagues. I think he's going to finish really well this week. I know Edon's really eager to talk about Corey Davis. Oh, I was waiting for the Jets. I was waiting for Corey Davis. And what do you think think about Corey Davis this week? All right, so I've been saying this. Jameson Crowder is in the lineup. Okay, listen, I understand that. So I understand that might affect some fantasy points. But I've been saying this since preseason. First of all, I really like Zach Wilson. I really do. I've been up and down on him. I really like him. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets come out of this game with a dub. I really wouldn't. But I'm still taking New England. But I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Corey Davis... This man is a league-breaking player. He's right now 87% rostered, and if you can trade for him for some low value, you do it because this guy, he's going to get every target in New York. He's going to, I mean, he's Zach Wilson's favorite target. This guy got 20 set, 26 points last week. If that, doesn't, if that doesn't prove my argument, then just wait till week two and... At that point, he's going to be 99% rostered, and everybody's going to be trying to trade for him. So. He might be shadowed by J.C. Jackson, though. I don't know who he's going to be on him or Crowder, so I'll just keep an eye on that. But you don't have to start Corey Davis. So. I, have, I have more faith in Corey Davis than anybody else in my fantasy team right now, except for CMC. I think I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not disagreeing with you in the fact that Corey Davis is, like, I, I think he showed some upside last week. But I, I also am worried about, because the Patriots are notorious for shutting down rookie quarterbacks. And Zach Wilson might not have much time because I'm pretty sure their left tackle got hurt. 
So I, I'd be a little bit worried. I'm not as worried about Corey Davis. I'm more worried about Zach Wilson uh, getting the ball out on time and having time to throw the ball down, uh, downfield to Corey Davis. That's more what I'm worried that, about. That, that's a very, very fair argument. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't think that there is... I don't think you're... you're if I were if I were going to evaluate the situation, I wouldn't necessarily make the decision on how Zach Wilson's going to play because I still feel like Corey Davis is going to get the targets regardless. Even if Zach Wilson has three picks and no touchdowns, I think Corey Davis is going to get 80% of the targets because he's just his favorite tar- uh, target, and I think that's going to generate fantasy points for you. I mean, last week, Corey Davis had 19% uh, of the target shares, and then Braxton Berrios also had 19% of the targets. I mean, it was pretty evenly split amongst receivers. It just looks like he had more because he had the deep passes downfield. I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you that Corey Davis is his favorite target because he most likely is, but I just think maybe you're, maybe it's being blown out of proportion how much of his favorite target that he is. Yeah. Well, if I can say one thing right now, the last time the Jets played New England, Sam Darnold threw two picks. So if that is anything... Going into this week with a rookie quarterback who I don't know how you compare him to Sam Darnold, but not a good showing. It's not a good sign. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's hard to compare the two. But also, I, I, I must say that, you know, you're, we're talking about, oh, you know, New England against a rookie quarterback. New England also has a rookie quarterback. Both of these teams are going to go through rookie growing pains. I think this this game will be a lot more even than than we we were, we're making it out to be, and I think uh, that's that's why I think Corey Davis is a good start this week. All right, so you heard it here. That's the verdict. He says start Corey Davis, and if he does bad, you know where to go to. Uh, <laughs> San Fran, Philadelphia. Little shout out to Brandon for getting the internship. With the I'm gonna be there. Game. I'll be there live. Maybe Chris out Brandon Yoke for last week's donut zero, and yeah. he doesn't play this week. Kyle Shanahan bashed him. Saying he's below everybody, he's not playing up to his potential. He's not going to be in there. Bench, yeah, I don't know. bench, right? He's benching Brandon Ayuk. Brandon, who you have starting over him right now? Oh my, it's is that the question you have to ask? That's the big question to be asked right now. First of all, why is he even not in the rotation? I don't know. Uh, I know John you have the target share up. What was the target share? I guess last week. So uh, Debo Samuel had forty six percent of the pass of the target he share. Seriously, this week. Then George Kittle. Had nineteen point two. Uh, Trent Sherfield had eleven, and then Mohamed Sanu had three point eight. Yeah, you know how Yoko wasn't in there once. Yeah. He, had, he played Not like three snaps, and that was it. And right to the bench. Yeah, I have Damian Harris starting over him. Smart. Yeah, I think that's I a think, better. I think there's yeah. something going on in there that we don't know about. Maybe some personality issues. Maybe an injury we don't know about. Something just doesn't make sense with that. So I would say he's an absolute bench until we know otherwise. Yeah, I agree. And then speaking of um, other players, the bench. I would be careful with Elijah Mitchell this week. Trey Sermon, I think, should be activated now. I don't know why he wasn't activated last week. So that leaves Mitchell, Sermon, Jermichael Hasty. Uh, they just picked up Trent Cannon from Baltimore's practice squad. So there should be five running backs, even maybe four, in the lineup for San Fran. So be hesitant, especially if Trey Sermon's active. Keep an eye on that. Now, he, he was a surprise and active last week during warm-ups. So just keep an eye. And for Philly, Jalen uh, Hurts. Again, he plays a little, little tougher D. You confident starting him still? Run, he can run the ball. Start right. him. Dual threat. That's fine. And um, I think we have to address the trade. We're in Miles Sanders now. Is there a reason <laughs> you traded? You, you want, just say the trade. Do you want me to? 
Okay. You, I got it on paper. Brandon, you want me to just list it right now? Yep. Okay. Wait, hold on, hold on. Quick, quick backstory, because this is, so, this was a trade. I can see why you went trade from Miles Sanders. I did. I, I thought about it. I was like, okay, there's the, a reason. This is a trade that I proposed, and okay. I got a lot of backlash from my buddies. A lot. Okay, shout out to the shout out to the fantasy team. This is for you when you guys listen, right? They told me to bring this up, so I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> so Edan went out, he acquired Miles Sanders, and he got Marvin Jones. Am I right? Right so far? Yeah, That's okay. All correct. He gave up uh Pittman and Derrick Henry. So after one bad week for Derrick Henry, he's seen enough. He's he's out. What do you think about that? So so let me let me break down this trade. First of all, Pittman. Let's start with the let's start with the easiest. Like I said, I was a big Pittman guy until I saw Zach Pascal. I might be overreacting week one, but Zach Pascal, to me, was the number one target. I picked him up in waivers, so I was okay with getting rid of Pittman. That's that's easy for me. Marvin Jones, like I said, okay, so this is one thing that I've brought up a lot, favorite targets. That is one thing I love to see with quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence, I think that's his favorite target in, in, uh, in Jacksonville. Marvin Jones got 19 points last week. So for me, I really wanted to get Marvin Jones. I think he's a starter for the season. Now, Miles Sanders and Derrick Henry. This is, <laughs> this is where people get uh, start laughing at me. Um, but it's just hard to give up. Right? Uh, listen, I understand. Seattle, and I did have and I did have some instant regret after. But this is a Tennessee team that does not look good, and I get it. It's week one. But my gosh, my faith fell on them so much. I mean, they looked completely lost. <laughs> they were, oh, God. They okay. were the least prepared team out <laughs> nope. there. And also, I, I mean, you're, Julio Jones, I mean, as bad as he was last week, he's still that, like, he's still that guy. You also have A.J. Brown in there. That, that's, a, that's more of a passing game. I also like my running backs to catch the ball. I picked Derrick Henry in that league because he was the only running back available. So now I'm getting Miles Sanders. He is a dual threat. This guy is going to explode. And also, the big reason why I have faith in Sanders is because Doug Peterson didn't run the ball. He never ran the ball. Not consistently. Nick Sirianni, I have faith in him to run the ball. I have faith in that RPO, that uh, play action, that, and that's going to open a lot of holes for Miles Sanders. So that's, that's my breakdown of the trade. Might be dumb, but I, I did it anyway. Are uh, you worried about Kenneth Gainwell at all? I was just about to say, how can you see Kenneth Gainwell get multiple goal line targets and not be worried about Miles Sanders getting... What, what was the snap count? The For the running back snaps, Miles Sanders to get 66% and Kenneth Gainwell got 35 Okay, so, but they were playing out most of the game. So, so we have to see Sanders played most of the game. But I, I don't have the numbers on like the red zone carries and the goal line carries, but I, I mean, Kenneth Gainwell on the one-yard line got the ball and scored a touchdown. And then I, 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 you, you had said one thing about how Marvin Jones was the favorite target there. DJ Chark, twenty three point five percent of the target share. Luvish Kishinol, seventeen point six, and Marvin Jones, seventeen point six. So it seems like it's pretty evenly distributed, if not leaning towards DJ Chark. So that's, that'd be my other worry. But you were, I, I think Pittman only got ten point five percent of the targets. So that you were right, like you were right to worry about Pittman there. But I just, I'm not sure if where Marvin Jones fully lies on like the wide receiving. Targets there, and I, 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 I can't, I, I can't fathom. I, I, I can't fathom giving up Derrick Henry, who normally starts slow to to start a season. And if you have him in the playoffs, I mean, he's done it multiple years now. Yeah, we've been knowing this. In the playoffs, Derrick Henry carries you to wins. Like that, that's that's just my point on it. Well, then, especially just, the goal line carries for Kenneth Gainwell. I just want to see the last three matchups: Tennessee in the playoffs, San Fran, Miami, he. 
Oh, my bad. Uh, Pittsburgh, San Fran, Miami. I mean, those are two. Those are two tough defenses. The first two weeks, but that Miami one, which will be like championship week. I mean, that that'll yeah, win. That'll it, win it you championship, championship week. week. Listen, I, I will admit the second I saw that trade. Yeah, you can always trade him back. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I will admit the second I saw that trade get accepted, there was there was some instant regret. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna pretend like that's a great trade. I, you know, if I were if I were a bystander of that trade, I would have definitely been like, "What are you doing?" Um, but. I am I am on the other end of that, so I'm going to defend it, so I don't look as dumb as I do. Yeah, you're in too deep. <laughs> you got to stand by it now. <laughs> you got to stand by it now. <laughs> All right, so that's enough for San Fran Philly. You got the gist of the trade, so we'll see if it works out for you, Don. Uh, Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. Josh Jacobs did not practice for two days in a row. I don't yeah. know if he practiced today. They're on the West Coast, so they're probably practicing right now. Yeah, we'll hear about it. Yeah, we'll hear about it. Just keep an eye on Josh Jacobs. I don't know if you're starting him anyway versus Pittsburgh. No, so I, I, I I have him as my sit for this week. I mean, right. he, had, he had that toe injury against the Ravens, limping around. And then him and Kenyon Drake both got the same amount of overall touches against the Ravens as well. So that worries me. And I, I think I'd probably... Um, I, I, I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even play this Sunday because I'm worried about him not practicing. I don't I'm, like we said we're not sure if we practice today, but um, yeah I, I definitely sit Josh Jacobs coming into this week. Drake looks good in the passing game. I think he had six catches for 56 yards last week for Baltimore. Again, it's Pittsburgh tough rush defense. I would just be careful on that. Maybe if you're desperate low end flex play for Drake. And now Pittsburgh, I think this is a smash matchup for everybody. Deontay Johnson, Juju, Chase Claypool. Uh, Najee Harris, and then he might be my star of the week. Okay, real quick, is it Najee or Najee? I'm pretty sure it's Najee. I go Najee. I All go right. Najee. Well, I say Najee. I, oh, it, right, Harris. We'll leave it to Harris. Harris, just the last name. Yeah, we'll go with that. They love that 34-year touchdown, Tyshawn Williams. Lamar looked uh, in the pocket, but again, it's not worry about Lamar. I think the Ravens running back starts good versus that terrible D line and not terrible, mediocre rush defense in Vegas. I really, like, I really like Harris this week. And now, a question for everyone: In one league, should I bench Ryan Tannehill for Roethlisberger? No way! No, I, I think no way! I, I didn't like what I saw from Roethlisberger last week. I mean, granted, but that, Vegas. Was, that was like that was a tough matchup from last week. But I, I don't know; he just doesn't look that good. Yeah, you know what? I had to think about that for a second, and I actually think Roethlisberger might be a decent start. Um, I think Deontay Johnson. I think he looked really great last week. I think Juju looked decent. I think Roethlisberger against a much easier defense that's not Buffalo. I think I think that that might be that might be a decent start. And the Pittsburgh thing, I know you have it up. What's the thing? A hundred to zero, right? Yeah, it's, Najee, a hun- it's a hundred to zero for the, every, for every offensive snap. snap. I mean, that's, that doesn't tell you something. That, that's a, I mean, but he that, also got I, no points. I mean, he the, the problem is he averaged two point eight yards per carry. Yeah, so that's a little that should, worrisome. That should go up from here. But I I agree. I don't think that's a that's going to be a repetitive thing. Um, and I'd also just like to say, like for people that aren't sure who to start between Deontay, Juju, Chase Claypool, I'll just read you off the target shares from week one. Uh, Deontay Johnson had 31.3, Juju had 25%, and Claypool had 15.6. So, I mean, Deontay, I mean, he had problems with drops last year. I mean, he looked really good this past week. So I think, for me, I've always been a Deontay guy leaning towards him. So I think he, out of those three, I think Deontay is the more must-start. I was going to say, it's always a toss-up between the three Pittsburgh wide receivers. Yep. You're always going to get one and one doing worse. Again, down there, that bobble in the end zone, he called it. That was it. awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I freaked out. I, I was playing Liam last week, and yeah. the first thing I did, I'm like, I texted Liam. I'm like, Deontay just got a touchdown, and I'm winning this game. I was going to say, he got drilled earlier in the game. I'm surprised he came back in. So that was interesting. 
All right, Saints Panthers. We t- touched on benching DJ Moore, Ian over Corey Davis. That's fine. I think if you don't have any great realistic options, you're going to start DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Only three catches last week. I think four targets. I think that should go up. Hopefully, it's Sam Darnold's former teammate. Uh, we're all starting Alvin Kamara, right? Hundred yeah. percent. I can't. What about Jameis? I was going to say something about that. Go ahead. Jameis looks pretty nice against the Panthers, and he looked good last week too. So Jameis Winston could be a sneaky start, depending on who you have. But consider it. Sorry, I just got uh, an update. Speaking of who they played last week, Green Bay. So Darius Smith heads to the IR for a back injury. So that Packers defense looked bad last week, and that's big for Detroit. So we're ta- we're, when gets that game, touching mm. the running backs there. That is bad. Yeah. You know, that I tried to bad. do a mini trade for Jameis. I don't remember the exact details, but I wanted Jameis on my team. And if I got him, yeah. I probably would have started him over right, Aaron Rodgers. Because I, I think Jameis Winston is a touchdown machine. You just have to watch up from those turnovers, which he didn't have any week one. But also that came from a Green Bay team that was, um, uh, I don't even know what that was. Like dismantled. I, it's something. They looked really bad. 100%. They looked awful. I mean, th- th- there's that funny photo of uh, Devontae Adams like looking at Aaron Rodgers all like angry, and then Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers just smiling, looking at the field. So I-, I don't know what's up with him. I mean, there's the speculations that he's um, not even trying, just wants to get traded, trying to screw with the Packers. But I don't, I don't understand the whole build-up of the last dance then. Yeah, it's the know. haircut. Yeah, that's a bad haircut. <laughs> that's the really explanation. Haircut. That's a really bad haircut. Uh, Broncos-Vikings... Um, Jaguars, we talked about Chark, Jones, Chanel, Robinson. Are you benching Robinson this yes, week? Yes, 100%. Wow. I wouldn't, but yeah. I mean, who'd, who'd you start over him? I mean, I, I, I don't know who I'd personally start over him. I just, I'm not confident because uh, Robinson had more snaps, but uh, Hyde had more overall touches uh, between the two. So, I mean, that's, that's a little worrisome if Robinson's getting more snaps, but Hyde is still getting more touches, whether it's passing or running. So I, I don't know. I I just I was high on them going into last week, but I I, I didn't like what I saw. I mean, granted, they had a they had a rough game overall against the Texans, but I don't know. I just don't really like them this week. Yeah, it was just really bad. Urban Meyer looked awful. Like Jacksonville team looked awful. Look at like a college team playing NFL team. If you if you have Gaskin, you start Gaskin over Robinson. That 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 would be like my standard. So if you have somebody uh-huh. better than Gaskin, you start him over Robinson. You starting Damian Harris over James Robinson? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna That's say tough. no with that. Just because it, it's so close. But I, I think you have more upside with Robinson than you do with Harris. But I think Harris has a higher floor. If are that you, makes sense. We're starting Daryl Henderson over James Robinson. Yes, I am. Daryl right. Henderson is one of the sneakiest starts. I mean, he had. Good, good thing. I'm, sorry. I'm trying to pull up the <laughs> running back snaps now. I mean, he played 94 percent of the snaps oh. for the Rams. If, if you oh, have Sony yes. Michelle, you better you better figure out a trade for him or get rid of him because I do. I have him. In, I have him in two leagues. I think. Listen, so. listen. I thought I thought he would be great, but <laughs> I did my too. gosh, Daryl Henderson. I mean, he he. he uh, it's not only that. He, he outperformed him. He literally didn't like. He got every snap, and that's crazy because they traded for him too. Yeah, so I mean, maybe it was one of those things where he's still getting acclimated to the system. They're going to try and ease him into it, and yeah. that's why he, that's why Henderson played Hopefully so much. Not. But I mean, I don't know ninety four to six percent, ninety four percent to six percent. That's that's some hefty numbers. I don't know any Sony Michelle owners. Might I might be a little worried. All right, Minnesota Arizona. I think this has shootout ran all over it. Uh, Kyler Murray start. Uh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> um, but true or false? 
So, actually, no, it's just a question for everybody. Who's going to be the best wide receiver on the field Sunday? Jefferson, Thielen, Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green. Who's going to be the best DeAndre receiver? Hop- it's hard to go against DeAndre Hopkins. Really? I mean, I think this is a great matchup for Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and Thielen, too. Okay. I mean, he did great last week. I'm not saying he's going to be the best, but you left out a receiver. I'm a little disappointed. Christian Kirk. This guy, uh, no, I Kirk. No, he said oh, him. Say Kirk? I just said Kirk. You know, I, I, I'm not saying he's going to be the best. I think D-Hop is still going to be the best, undoubtedly. But this guy gets down the field, yeah. and if you, if you get one of those touchdowns, you're, you're, you're good. He's another person I'm starting over Ayuk this week. I was going to say, also be worrisome with Chase Edmonds if you're starting him. James Conner was on in every red zone package. He didn't do anything, yeah. but he was in the red zone every time over Edmonds. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, Atlanta, Tampa Bay. Um, you're starting all Tampa Bay wide receivers. You are. You are. Yeah. I do have this fun fact that Brady is 8-0 in his career against the Falcons, including playoffs. 28-3. I don't think that's changing this weekend. No. no. It's about to go 9-0, and you think? Yeah. 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 I think he's going 9-0. That's wild. 8-0 against one team. Including um, the playoffs, including too. Including the playoffs. I mean, we all know about that, but... What was going to say, uh, we know the secondary's banged up for Tampa Bay, so that leads... Hopefully, Calvin Ridley really starts to produce more after last week. He looked great in the first drive, and then he just disappeared. Who's going to be the better tight end this week? Kyle Pitts or Gronk? Gronk. Gronk. Pitts. 100% Pitts? Gronk. Oh, wait. Should we talk about Pitts for a minute? Because I have, I have a strong feeling about Pitts, too. Yeah, Gronk. You had a strong feeling about him last week. And you know what? I'm going to double down on that. You know, I, this is the take <laughs> that you guys bashed while I wasn't here. Yeah. Pitts over Ridley. Yeah, oh, do it. No, it is. Do it. Not even close. Okay, listen. First of all, both of them played horribly last year. But Pitts is that number one guy. You don't draft a guy at three and don't have him be Four. the number one target. Four. Four. Excuse four. me. I keep on doing that. It's he, Lance. That's it. You don't draft a guy at four. And not have him be the number one guy. This guy is going to go up against linebackers. He is 6'5". He runs faster than any tight end in the league. Pitts is an absolute start. And I, I would, yeah, I would do him over Ridley. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am not a fan of first-year tight ends because they have to focus on the blocking and then they also have to focus on the receiving end. I, I'm just not high. I, I'm high on Pitts next year. Super high on Pitts next year. I'm just not high on him, especially early in the season when he's getting used when he's like getting used to actually playing in the NFL, blocking, then shaving off a block and trying to receive a pass. I I would stay away from him. Obviously, he's better than most like, than most tight ends, but I don't know. I, I do I just don't agree with you that he's better than Calvin Ridley. Okay. First of all, Pitts is different. He's different in every way. Pitts is lining up on the outside. I mean, what tight end does that? I, you're right. He's I a freak athlete. We no, know this. No, I agree with Johnny, though. Like, Hawkinson, I mean, he, he was a wait, 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 and then start. You know, you don't, you don't play him the first couple years. I agree. Pitts is not that guy, though. I mean, you also have uh, Hayden Hurst there. He's, he's the blocking guy. He's going to be blocking while Pitts is on the outside. So, I, I don't know. I think Pitts, he, give, him, give him a week. Maybe, maybe this week will be rough against Tampa Bay. But my gosh, when the Giants, he can, week three. Yeah, that, that's going to be a slaughterhouse. I'm think, benching him this week. I, I, no, I think Giants are going to win that game, but I think Pitts yeah. is going to run all over him. I'm, be- I'm benching Pitts. Oh, you're ridiculous. Over I'm who? Doing, over who? Goddard. Uh, that's fair. Okay, who's, I it, who's your flex? My flex right now, it's Gibson after he put up that. Read your uh, lineup right now. Let's, let's read the lineup. I'll, I'll list the lineup in this league. I think I'm winning this week. I, I think I am. Okay, we got Tannehill, quarterback, Eckler, Derrick Henry, Justin Jefferson, who's going to have an amazing game. Then we got Godwin again, another shootout. Goddard, I decided over Pitts. 
And then Gibson, we saw him last night. Didn't play that great, but you know. How many points? What did he get? Was nine. Nine? Oh, I said 9.3, yeah. I would have started Pitts over Gibson at flex. But no, really? I, I, li- I like Goddard at the start there. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I would also like to say for everyone that Brandon just read that team off of, that is a 12-man league. That's that, a, is a 12, that's a that is a 12 <laughs> team league. Just read off. I mean, yeah. I and, still have some people on the bench. Like, I got Kirk on the bench, Melvin Gordon on the bench. Actually, that reminds me. At the end of the show, when we do the predictions, read your your favorite lineup for this week for fantasy. Let me start doing that. That's fair. Right, I like right. that idea. All, All right. right. Next game um, Cowboys Chargers. Yes, sir. Bolt. Start, I think start everybody on Chargers. Bolt gang. Mike Williams, Keenan I'm a, Allen. I'm a huge Mike Williams guy this week. Love huge. you, man. Thank I mean, you. Keenan Allen, obviously, he's. The wide receiver won there. He had 27.7% of the targets. But Mike Williams, 25.5% of the targets. And also, you saw what happened with for the Buccaneers. Anyone not named Diggs in that Cowboys secondary had a tough time last week. Godwin and Brown went off. So yeah. I, I would not be surprised if Mike Williams went off for another 20 bomb. I wasn't saying Trayvon Diggs was shadowing Mike Evans and he had a terrible game. So yeah. does that tell you? Are you concerned about Eckler not recording a catch last week? Did uh, that translate to this week too? You know, I was a little concerned watching that game, just as a as a fan as well. But I think Eckler is going to turn around. We had that little—he sat out of practice, I would say, before week one. We know that, and that was a little bit of a concern. Maybe they're trying to figure some things out with the game plan. But I think this week you can accept, expect five receptions at the minimum. All right, hopefully. Hopefully Eckler gets that. And for Dallas, Lamb, Cooper, all starts. The Zeke. As you get things going? No, you don't start Zeke. Really? You don't start Zeke. You don't start Zeke. It's so hard, though. It's the same thing with Saquon. Yeah, it's the Saquon predicament right there. Yep. See, that's why why when I was drafting, I was saying, if I I pick seven, you know, and for some reason Zeke or Saquon fell, I would take Eckler over him. Yeah. And that's the mistake I made. Exactly. I was at eight, and I I chose Saquon. I do not trust Saquon or Zeke. I don't. I don't trust Saquon because of injuries, and I don't trust Zeke because they just paid Dak a uh, billion dollars, and and he also has like ten receivers to throw to. I don't trust that they're going to give the ball to Zeke, and that was the yeah. case Sunday, uh, for, uh, Thursday. They do get their best interior old lineman back with Zach Martin. Does that change your mind at all? No, because again, they just paid Dak a billion dollars. I'm exaggerating with that number, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one beats the Mahomes ten years from five hundred million. And and again, the, literally, Dak has. You know, three good targets to throw to three targets that would be number one receivers in any other team. All right, you've heard it from me, Don. You're be- I don't know if you're benching Elliot, but if you again, you have to start over them. I have to start Elliot because I don't have anybody else to start over him. Of course. All right, so Titan Seahawks. We touched on Tannehill, Brown, Julio. Hopefully, Julio catches the ball in the end zone this week. Let's pray. Let's pray. Yep. <laughs> Let's pray. Lockett, Metcalf, Chris start. Carson. Chris Carson, are we fine with. Yeah, I'm okay. I, I, I'm okay with him. I, I wouldn't expect big numbers from him. I'm maybe, Solid. Low, maybe like mid low RB two numbers. I think he'll hit his projection for this that? week in fantasy. I think it is around John. If you have no, I no, have I have, okay, yeah, it's right here. So is it a Chris, 12, 12.7 points. That's fine. Yeah, yeah I think he'll hit that. Get a two, catch or two, like eighty. Right, mm-hmm. that's not much to be asking for. Hopefully, he scores. That'd be nice. Uh, then Sunday night, I, we touched on Tennessee, Seattle. I don't think we really need to get any more into that. Unless someone has something to say. No, we're good. No, yeah. uh, Kansas City, Baltimore. I think shootout Sunday night in Baltimore. Shootout or blowout? I think it's a blowout. Uh, they did activate Devontae Freeman. So, Le'Veon Bell still in the practice squad. 
I like everybody rushed to get him. He's still never playing. <laughs> yup, that was me. Um, John Harbaugh did say all four running backs will get carries on Sunday. So, it's again, it's just a dangerous game who you're starting. I don't yeah. Think, I would just stay away. I know it's one of the questions, so we'll hold that. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey. Start, start, start. Clyde? Bench. All right. That's good because that's one of the questions too. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. We will that's get into that's that. That's actually a pretty good question. Uh, my friend Billy asked. He's a Philly. He's an Eagles fan too. So. Shut up, Billy. Let's go, Eagles. <laughs> represent. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Lamar. Are you benching Lamar? No, because he can run. I don't bench running quarterbacks. It's you just, never do. No, because I. Someone brought up a thing on Twitter. His own line. It had like three old pros the past two seasons, and that's when he went off. And then you're, he's missing two starters this week. Ronnie Stanley's out, and I believe Orange, uh, Villanueva is out too. So, any concern? There definitely is concern. I mean, if you have if you have someone that you can start over him confidently, then yes. But if it's like an iffy, I, I think you still got to go with Lamar, just for, like Don said, with a, for the fact that he can run. and Because there is no there, – there's basically no running backs in that backfield. He fumbled twice last week. He did. Uh, the turnovers are an issue. Do we know how many points he put out? I can pull look up our matchup because I had him. I think seventeen. That, see, that's not bad. It's not great. Uh, listen, coming from a guy who had one point five points from Aaron Rodgers, uh, listen, I'll take seventeen. <laughs> no, yeah, it was eighteen on the dot. So yeah, you were right. All right, that was close. Mm-hmm. And then Green Bay, Detroit. Zadarius Smith out. Are you starting DeAndre Swift? Yeah. I think I, so. I, I like I like DeAndre Swift a lot. I mean, um, I can pull up the actual. You're starting Hawkinson. Numbers. Yeah, you're Hawkinson. Starting, you're starting Hawkinson. Yeah, I mean, Hawkinson Swift had 68 percent of the running back snaps, and then Jamal Williams had 35 percent. Easy and, start. And they both scored. They, they did both, both score. score. Yep. So and then Green Bay. Okay, I, hold the, on. Go ahead. Get if Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Jones all crap the bed again. What are your contingency plans? Trade. Get them. Uh, listen, I have Aaron Rodgers, and I'm and I'm genuinely terrified. I don't know if I should start Burrow. I don't. In Chicago? Oh, I, that's, a, that's a very difficult decision for me. Burrow. But, I, you know, honestly, Aaron Rodgers against Detroit, I think I'm going with Rodgers. Yeah. But if Rodgers, you know, if he, if he does that again to me this week, um, I either trade him for something smaller, or honestly, I might just get rid of him because... I, I mean, I trust Burrow, and I think I think I'd be okay with that. Out of those three running backs, I mean, not three running backs, three players. Who are you most concerned? Rogers, Jones, or Adams? Asking all. I think, I think Jones. I mean, I wasn't all, I wasn't really that high on Jones going into the season. So I, I think out of those three, I'd be pretty concerned. Obviously, there's the Rogers concern. Just for the yeah. fact that you're not sure how into the season he is and how into the Packers yeah. team he is, but I still think Jones, as of right now, before week the week two uh, Monday night game, is Jones for me. You know, actually, Jones is probably my most secure one because if Rodgers does bad, guess who else does bad? Right, Devonte Adams. Adams. And I think if anything, Jones is more of a security blanket there than anything because he's he's a great running back. Yeah. So, um, who are you all- most scared about? Yeah. I would, I would say because I would say Rogers and Adams because, okay. like I said, they go together. Yeah, yeah, that's a Sunday decision for you. Like twelve fifty nine, going to Burrow Rogers. That's a, that's very difficult. I just say start Rogers. I, I, I'm, I'm going to no it's a Saquon Zeke dilemma. No, it's hard to bench a superstar player. Man, that haircut though. 
It's pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> Alright, uh, that's all Sunday's games. So we'll do questions, read best fantasy lineup, and make our picks. Alright, so that sounds good. Time. We're on to everyone's favorite segment of the podcast. Brandon's rapid fire questions. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna throw them at you. That is like on Brady, just throw out these questions. Okay, first question coming from us from Jacob Page: T. Higgins or Mike Williams? Who are you starting? Mike Williams. Mike Williams, hundred percent. I mean, I gave my case for why I like Mike Williams so much earlier when we talked about him. So Mike Williams. Yeah, I, my initial thought was Higgins, but Mike Williams. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be. That's like, going against your yeah. your soul. I know. I'm sorry, T. Higgins, <laughs> but I loved out Mike Williams this week. I tried picking up in waivers. Someone dropped. I snagged them. Oh, man. Surprised he was even on there to begin with. Yeah, that's that's surprising. I don't know. It was 12-man league. It was the Temple one. Oh, wow. That's in our league. Wait a minute. What am I saying? I must have been sleeping or something. All right. Second question we have. Elijah Mitchell worth starting over Clyde. That's what I was saying. You said you would bench Clyde, but you really start Elijah Mitchell over him? No, no, I, w- I would start Clyde over Elijah Mitchell. I, listen, I like Elijah Mitchell, but like, don't don't get excited after one week. This is a lot of people do this. Wait, if he if he does this again next week, then he's a start. But right now, you go with the safe option. You go with Clyde. I, I think that's that's an easy that's an say, easy decision. Kansas City is a better O line than Vegas, and Jacobs found the end zone twice. So Clyde, right, Johnny? Yeah, I, I agree. You probably go with Clyde, but I mean, I've another guy I've never really been high on is Clyde. I never got the hype last year, but yeah. neither did I. Um, that's funny. Someone in my one of my leagues picked him first overall. First overall. Wow. I don't not. I don't know if that was a joke. I it must have been <laughs> right last year. Sure. That's wild. I don't. Yeah, that is wild. Okay, and follow up to that question though. So. If Elijah Mitchell is not starting for you, you have a question now for for Flex, okay? Would you put him in over Singletary or Tyson Williams? Who? Clyde? No, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Like, he, I'd say he has a two running backs filled. Yeah. That's just Flex. Would you, would you put him in at Flex over those two options? I think if you're feeling risky, you do it. I really do. I, I think I see if Zach Moss is activated. I don't know what, again, I don't know what was yeah. happening last week with these inactive running backs. If you're feeling really risky and you like you really like Mitchell, you do it. But you know, I really don't think that there is necessarily like a right decision there. It's more what your gut says and who their matchups are. Yeah, I'm sure of that. Okay, last one. It's coming from Tyler. Shout out Tyler. DJ Moore or Jacoby Myers? DJ Moore. Uh, just off of the top of my head, I, I like DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Jacoby Myers against the Jets, though. Like I said. Right. I like I like rookies' favorite targets, mm-hmm. Jacoby I, Moore. That's where the conflict comes in for sure, for sure. Now, last question I have for you guys. So everyone's going to answer this. I one, have right? one more question. Go, y- a, you hit the question. Yeah, this is this. I think it's a joke. Is Jason Garrett qualified to be the offensive coordinator for a middle school football team? No, no, hundred <laughs> percent no. Okay, I would argue elementary, but I don't even know if that's, right, yeah. if that's it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Another bold take by Don. Right, then, is this the big question? <laughs> this is the big question. Who is everyone's best flex option for the week? Okay, Like sleeper? Sleeper flex option. Corey Davis. Okay. We've heard the Corey Davis. I'm going to go with someone that I believe in a lot this week, who I'm not even starting, so this might bite me in the, in the butt. But Melvin Gordon. Oh, uh, you're, you're sticking Denver? I'm going Cortland Sutton. Yeah. No Jerry Judy. That's that's a big injury. I think I'm I'm stuck between a couple people, but let's hear him. I think one one person that I really like, and I said I really like, is Jarvis Landry. I mean, I I think a lot of people. I think you could put him in the flex, and I think he has the opportunity to put up high wide receiver two, low wide receiver one numbers. And then the other person that I'm also stuck between is um, 
Marquez Callaway because he he didn't really produce and do anything last week. But I, I I really think that he has some upside. I mean, you saw what he did in the preseason. I, I think you can get some serious upside if you don't have any. If you're not sure who to put, I think Callaway could be a sneaky upside flex option. All right, so that's our sleeper flex positions, and then uh, read your favorite team. I guess I'll go first. This is my ten man league back home from Long Island. Thousand dollar pot, hundred dollar buy in. I got Stafford at quarterback, Ridley at wide receiver, Godwin at wide receiver, Kamara at running back, Dowell Henderson at running back, Fant. I really like a tight end this week in Jacksonville. Could be nice. And then I have Thielen at my flex over James Robinson. Kicker Rodrigo, and then my defense is Cleveland at versus Houston. And, and name your two or three favorite bench players. This week? Yeah. I have Robbins. I have Sutton, Chenault, and James Robinson. Oh, not, not starting Chenault or... No. That, that's tough. Well, I don't know. I like dealing. That is a hard decision. That, that is a, that's not an easy decision. But, hey, listen. If your mind's set, your mind's set. All right. Exactly. I'll go next. We'll go around the table here. Um, I have Aaron Rodgers at QB. So this is our league, actually. This is the league we're all in together. Okay. I have Aaron Rodgers um, at QB. And this is the uh, team that also beat Liam last week. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to bring that up. Shots fired. <laughs> On air. I-, I won with Aaron Rodgers giving me 1.5 points. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. Okay, I have Aaron Rodgers at QB. I have CMC at running back one. Joe Mixon at running back two. Oh, I love me some Joe Mixon. I got Deontay Johnson at wide receiver. Uh, I think he's going to do it great. Corey Davis at wide receiver two over DJ Moore. I got Noah Fant at tight ends. I got Jarvis Landry at flex. I got Steelers defense, and I got Marvin Gaye at kicker. On my bench, I got DJ Moore, Marvin Jones, um, and I also got Zach Pascal. But I, I think I'm starting Jarvis and Corey Davis over DJ Moore. All right. How are you, Don? Johnny? All right. This is my four-year deep uh, dynasty league that I have back home. So for quarterback, I have Justin Herbert, who I'm a little worried about going into this week, too, but that's fine. Then I have Kamara. Kareem Hunt, Devonta Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Noah Fant, Keenan Allen, Harrison Butker, and then I have the Tennessee Titans defense as of right now, but I might stream You playing with toddlers in this league? This is a four-year deep dynasty league, so okay. I threw a lot of 12-man. 12-man. Wow. So, and, then, and then on my bench, I have Cole Beasley, Jarvis Landry, and Darius Slayton as my bench wide receiver. That is wild. So you can drop Slayton. So, hey, are you playing with a like league full of Brandons? Yesterday. Like, what's going on here? Aye, aye. <laughs> I, I, again, Slow your is, roll. I mean, yeah, I could, watch yourself. I could read you off to you. There have been probably over a hundred trades in this league of top players going back and forth, back and really? forth. Really? I mean, yeah, I, I traded makes sense. I traded Chubb and Allen Robinson to get, and like two firsts and a second to get Hunt, Hopkins, and Jarvis Landry. Wow. So, Do these guys watch football a lot? I mean, a Chubb, Chubb is a, a <laughs> RB1, and Allen Robinson is a top 10 wide receiver. So no, I, yeah. I gave up quite a bit for Hopkins and Hunt. But I mean, yeah. that's, that's, my, that's my lineup. And okay. Viraj? This is the best lineup out of all. No, never mind. After hearing Johnny's, I'll, <laughs> I ever send that. But I, it, this one's in our league, our Temple League. It's 12 man. Yep. Yeah, so. My matchup this week, I think almost every player in here could finish top five in their own position this week. So Justin Herbert against Dallas, projected 21. I think he'll hit that, if not surpass. Surpass. Right. Derrick Henry, 
I think he'll hit his mark, 18 and a half against Seattle. I think he'll hit it. I'm, I'm not too confident with that. Then we got Clyde. Uh, Julio Jones, I think he'll have a bounce back week for sure. Tyler Lockett. Then we got Darren Waller. You can rely on him for the Raiders. Yeah, I think he's yeah. he's their number one option yeah, for sure. Um, Damian Harrison at flex. I told you I think this is his week. Buccaneers defense, they're going to kill Atlanta. And um, the the GOAT, Young Way Koo. Obviously. Young way cool. On the bench, though, you know, it's just um, I have Kirk, Elijah Mitchell, and obviously Ayuk, which I'm staying away from. Like, yes. he's got fat a donut. disease. Got a fat donut last week. Zero. You, your team is either going to put up, like, 200 or 80. Like, that, that's that's your team. Hey, like, last week it put up 60, so <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Very yeah. boomer bust. All right. That's our all lineups and now our game picks. I Run through them. these. I got them ready. Ready? Pull them up. Go, go, go. Rapid fire. Bengals, Bears. Round. Bengals, Bears. Uh, oh, Bengals, Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bears. Bengals. Bears. Bengals. The Bears. Texans, Browns. 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 Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wanted to give you all hand. <laughs> all right, we're all got Browns on that one? Yeah. Rams, Colts. Rams. Rams. I'm going to go Colts. Wow. Uh, I have to go Rams. I, I, I'm going to go with Carson Wentz. I'm going to go with the upset there. That's, that has nothing to do with Carson Wentz. I just, I, I think I'm, I, you got to choose a tough upset. Rams are coming off of a blowout and they might be on a little bit of a high. I think Colts could come with the upset. All right. Bills, Dolphins? Bills. 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 Yeah. Bills. Uh, Patriots, Jets? Pats. Yeah, I'm, this is my upset. Jets. Patriots. Patriots. 49ers, Eagles? Come on. <laughs> Will they go against their yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hate to do it. I hate going against I think I, I think I... You know what? I'm going to go Eagles. That has nothing to do with my bias. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I'm I, sure. I, I swear. Nothing to do with me being biased and being an Eagles fan. I swear. Bro. You know, you know what? I might have a Devontae Smith jersey. I might be a lifelong Eagles fan. But I swear this is not me being biased. I'm going to take the birds here. Uh, I'm going to San Fran. Brandon and I assume the same thing. Yeah. We'll okay. stick two and two on that. Raiders, Steelers. Oh, <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh. Raiders. I'm gonna, Raiders. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Yeah. Wow, two two. Saints, Panthers. Saints. Saints. Upset again, Panthers. Famous Jameis. That's, that's actually kind of a close game, but I'm gonna go Saints. I liked what I saw from Jameis. Jameis will eat those W's. Blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> what? He eats his W's. Denver, you heard him. Jacksonville. Denver. 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 Yeah. I think Jacksonville could go 0-17 this year if they play really? like what we saw yeah, last no. week. Denver looks nice. Minnesota, Arizona. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah easy. Yeah. Cardinals. It's Cardinals. Uh, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Well, we know it's Tampa Bay. Atlanta. No, Brady. Tampa Bay. Definitely Tampa Bay. Brady. Kyle Pitts. Georgia's <laughs> Cowboys. I'm watching all of you answer this question very closely. <laughs> Chargers. 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 Thank you. Uh, Great. Tennessee, Seattle. Titans. Titans. I'm going to go Seattle. Seattle. All right. Wow, you two Chiefs, stick together. Chiefs, Ravens. Kansas City. Kaka! Right, we're Ravens? going with the Ravens. <laughs> why, why is that <laughs> even a question? That's this the is, Raven noise. This is a Chiefs, not, not even a doubt. No, if the Ravens were in the black eye uniforms, I don't know. Yeah. Might pick Menace to society uh, uniforms. I'm going to go Ravens. You're yep. crazy. I can't root for them, man. I mean, I didn't like what the, I didn't like what I saw from the Chiefs in the first half against the Browns. All right. Yeah, I you know. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and then the last game, Green Bay, Detroit. Green Bay. 
if Green Bay loses this game, I think all of you should be very worried about the future <laughs> of that of that team. Johnny, I mean Brandon. Um, you know I haven't really said much upsets, so yeah. it's going to be the Lions. Yeah, that's what I said too. <laughs> and I think Aaron Rodgers will be carted off the field. Okay, we don't wish injury. <laughs> Whoa. I'm not wishing it. It's my not, prediction. Are you manifesting that? Maybe. We don't no, I'm kidding. Anybody. So there's our game picks, our favorite lineups, all your fantasy advice to give you. We'll be back next Friday because Temple's a football game tomorrow. Can I can I give a quick shout out to my own podcast? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, for those of you listening, same place: WHIP, SoundCloud, Apple Music, all your podcast listening areas. My go fine. find all of them. Go find <laughs> every single one. <laughs> go find go find the Sound of Sports. It's awesome. It's not a fantasy one, but we cover all sports. Uh, we're all obviously featuring NFL right now. So um, go listen to that. It's going to be awesome. And uh, thanks. All right. There's you Don giving a shout out again. Thank you for all the appreciation. Hopefully, you like this episode even better. And only on from here. Right, yeah. Guys? There it is. Uh, all right. We'll see you next week for week three. Hopefully, we do good for you. Yeah. Peace out. Peace out.